0: The father of Eric Cartman is indeed someone in this room. The father is... Who is Eric Cartman's father? Is it Chief Runningwater? Or is it Chef? Is it Mephesto? Or that little monkey guy that follows him around? Or is it Mr. Garrison? No, he's gay. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. Is it Jimbo? Die! Ah! Or is it Officer Bob Brady? Or huh? Where? Or could it be Ned? Could be. Or Mr. Broflovsky? Dad, how could you? Or is it the 1991 Denver Broncos? The answer is coming on an all-new South Park in just four weeks.
1: What? Son of a bitch. Kick ass.
2: Welcome to Going Down to South Park, the podcast where we have ourselves a time, and boy did I have myself a time, with this episode. It is the finale of season one. It is Cartman's mum is a dirty slut. I am Dando. And I am Guy. How you doing there, Dando? I'm doing pretty damn good. And this brought back many good memories. This was, this is one of the ones that stood out for me. This was the one uh, actually. Actually, it wasn't this one. It was the next part, part two of this episode, that <laughs> solidified the fact that I was no longer allowed to watch South Park. <laughs> <laughs> I do find that kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I did tell the story. You know, when I, I said i have got to go home to watch the, the part two of Mum's a dirty slut, and my mum's just like, what, what, what? And that was it. <laughs> she turned into Sheila. <laughs> she sure did. Um, that was it. But yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How about yourself?
3: Um, not too bad, thank you. Uh, it's been a day off
2: from the day job. Oh, so nice
3: it's been tidying around the house. It's-
2: was it the usual where you sit yourself? I mean, not just you. I'm not pinpointing you. This is what everyone does. Day off from work, you write a list of things you're going to do or you plan a list in your mind, I'm going to get all this done. And it gets like 2.30 in the afternoon and you go, I've done Nothing. I've done nothing around the house. That is correct. I've done a bit. I did yep. a few things.
3: You know, the dishes were done and that light globe that needed to replace has been replaced. And, and that's, that's
2: a lengthy task, that is. Changing a light bulb, not easy. It takes a lot of monkeys to do that. It,
3: it does indeed. And what else has been done? Things were taken off the line and put on the clothing rack that was put in front of the heater because it's too cold outside for them to dry.
2: So. Did you have a bit of a trim? You're looking very sharp today. I
3: haven't even had a shower yet.
2: No, <laughs> That's so. what that smell is. I thought it was me. <laughs> yeah, now I've got my
3: manly musk going because I, yes. Was, I made a bit of a deal with myself. I I, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the, the show, but... Feel my shirts just weren't fitting the way they used to.
2: We did this. We're going to lose some weight, both of us. Yes,
3: indeed. <laughs> <laughs> because my birthday's coming up in September. It's like if you're not down to like a size or maybe two uh, by your birthday, some of those nice shirts are going to have to go in the recycling bin. Not, they're not into the other cupboard. They're just they you're getting rid of them entirely. Teach yourself a lesson, guy. So, um,
2: yes, this was part of that getting out and getting a little bit sweaty. Well, if you are in look uh, in the um, in the market for a new wardrobe, our friends at Uncle Rico have now jumped on board the four finger discount bandwagon, and they're offering our listeners a ten percent discount across their entire range of clothing. So, four finger. Uh, anyone who knows me knows that I basically live in Uncle Rico clothes. They do a lot of nostalgia stuff. I'm sure there's some South Park stuff on their on their website as well. They're Australia based, but you're just going to go to their website, and if you type FFD four finger discount, of course FFD ten, you'll save ten percent across your entire order. And if you do that. We get a little cute back in return as well. Holy moly. Dando, that was
3: some silky smooth spruken. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yes, Uncle Rico. Uh, So, it's Uncle R-E-C-O from Napoleon Dynamite, UncleRico.com, and uh, FFD10 is the code. You'll save yourself 10%, and we'll get some money in return as well. Everyone wins. Everybody wins, but especially us. Yes, especially us. But also you, because you get Uncle Rico clothing. And you also, right now, get to hear us review Cartman's Mom was a Dirty Slut, which was a really fun episode. It
3: was, indeed. We should probably talk about South Park on the South Park show. Mm. (laughs) This was a good one. This was, indeed, uh, very, very enjoyable. Um, I... I don't know if you uh, were watching it on the DVD slash Blu-rays, the one that's come with the introductions no, I see, from Parker I've, I've and Stone.
2: I have been watching those. I've been watching it just on Paramount Plus because it's just easier for me to do that. Yeah, understandable. Streaming does make life a little easier. It does, but it takes away. Media- it, but it takes away the personal aspect of it. I, I loved those intros. They're so great. Yes, and this one was a particularly good one because, <laughs> yeah, over the course of the of season
3: one, they've had. Howdy South Parketeers and all that kind of business. They broke with tradition for this final episode of season one and they have Matt and Trey doing what they call their favourite thing, uh, performing uh, sappy songs to senior citizens and then turning out to be absolute pricks to said senior citizen, particularly when one wants his heart medicine and Matt makes him bark like a dog in order to do it. So it's like a scripted bit. It, I, I certainly hope so. Because <laughs> otherwise there's a bunch of really, uh, there's some bad cases of elder, elder abuse going on um, from two of the most beloved figures in the entertainment industry. Who knew? Who saw that coming? Uh, but it does wind up with a nice little punchline at the very end mm. um, where Trey Parker calls the episode, now it's time for our favourite, Matt's mom is a dirty slut. Cartman's mom.
2: <laughs> yes, so it's pretty funny. Uh, and so's this episode. Yeah, it's really great. For me, the memories of this were, it wasn't quite on the level of Who Shot Mr. Burns? Part 1 and 2, because that was an event. Mm. But this did feel like an event. It was every kid at school was talking about, who's his dad? I wonder who mm. it is. And I won't spoil it, because we, we know who his dad is. We're not going to spoil it. But I remember for that month there, Everyone was like, who could it be? And you always thought it was going to be one of the people who are on the screen because, yeah. you know, you're little kids watching it. And the same thing happened with The Simpsons. You never once thought it was going to be Maggie. You thought it was going to be one of the suspects that, that, that they're showing you. I just remember feeling so important and special and who's going to get it right? We had competitions at school. Whoever gets it right gets a, you know, a free ghost drop or something. It was just, it was so cool. It was such a big moment of my childhood, which sounds ridiculous because it's just a TV show, but it's one of those things where everyone, came together, friends, oh, yeah. foes, we're all, were all together discussing South Park, who is going to be the one that rooted Cartman's mum.
3: It's funny that you say that. It'd be like, oh, you know, it's only a TV show. It shouldn't make, make that much. But that was the thing about TV back in the day, you know, pre prior to streaming and all that kind of business. Everyone was watching the same thing. So everyone had a sort of a common language you know, yep. uh, so everyone say, like, oh my god did you see such and such last night and everyone had their opinion but everyone knew what everybody was talking about whereas you know At, so, yeah. sometimes like hey have you seen this latest by tac and someone's like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about
2: Tick what? <laughs> yeah but the thing is <laughs> that's the oldest thing I've ever said and I've said some old shit you never, um, you never had to worry about going to work the next day and spoiling it for anyone because everyone just watched it like you said at the same time. Now it's, oh, have you watched this? You always have to say, hey, have you watched this show yet? Yes, no, okay, you have. All right, let's discuss it because you can't go into an office now and talk about just what's what's the latest show. Just say, for example, I haven't watched the first two episodes of Only Murders in the Building, right, season two. <laughs> People would come to work the next day after watching it when it came out like you would have and gone, who's watched it? And someone would have gone, don't spoil it for me. It's like, okay. oh, fuck you. Yeah, put your Thank earphones you. in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I only watched the first episode. So, Okay. Oh, that's not a good sign. Oh, just, no, it's but, not.
3: But no, the lovely Louise and uh, the kids and I went to see Elvis last night. Ah, yeah. yeah.
2: I've had mixed reviews for that. I've heard great acting, not mm. great storytelling. That is correct. Yes. Yep. M- my review was also mixed. <laughs> but yep. uh the kid playing let's, let's 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 do a um let's do a review for the patrons, shall we? Let,
3: let's. Mm-hmm. Yes, not right now, later. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh yeah, the kid playing Elvis, very good. The movie not so good. If you want more, be a patron. Tune in. Yep, <laughs> for as little as 1 dollar, you get access to the movie reviews. You do indeed. Uh but after that we uh, it was a bit of a comedy of errors. Actually, we were looking to find somewhere to eat in out at um, Warren Ponds because we saw it at Reddings, and all the places were there. They were still serving food, but no one was letting us sit in. We finally went somewhere that we thought we could. No, no space or no. That was just like, you no, know, we only do takeaway after eight pm. So
2: um, fuck off. You're opening these tables and chairs right there. I'm fucking sitting there. This is what look, this is what Lou was saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, I feel like Louise. And the uh, lo- lo- lovely Louise, I should say, and Nicola are one in the same. Like, they're just, we stand back and go, it's okay. And they're like, no, it's not fucking okay. Lou Will ask for the manager and indeed did last night.
3: And oh, the, wow. Wave, but yeah. then it was like, it was like <laughs> the Simpsons because this guy came up, yeah, I'm sorry. It's our policy. <laughs> and he swe- I swear to God, he did look like he was about 16 or so. His shirt was all grubby because he was probably making schnitzels. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're calling him out. It was schnitz. We went to schnitz and I love schnitz really like their,
2: uh, their schnitz burgers by the way how is their slogan not get your schnitz out
3: oh, oh, schnitz out for the boys yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> anyway continue uh but we made the big order you know there's a lot of us there and we're all getting some food and then it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah so we can just sit anywhere and it's like oh i'm sorry this is a different dork than the manager dork they all sounded like this <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, you'll uh, have to take it away or you can eat it out in the food court out there,
2: which just looked like... Um, oh, the Wampons food court. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's
3: not it, terrible, it's, but it's just... It looked like a hellscape. <laughs> it's riff, it's riffraff, yeah. It really was. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I don't want to appear like a snob, but I was like, we're not eating here. These people will... <laughs> These people will come and swoop and take the food off our plate like seagulls. <laughs> No, <laughs> so uh, we are not eating here. <laughs> and but Lou was like, "I want to get out of the house." So in the end, we yeah. Lou's you like, always you always do this, guy. You ruin our fun. <laughs> we just want to eat out for once, just once. Can't take you anywhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lou was like, "I'd like to speak to your manager," and I'm like, <laughs> "But you know, she was she but she was good about it, and she was." you know, you really should have a sign or indicate at the start of the order after eight o'clock. It's like, it's only takeaway now. No one can, you know, it's just, because he had no answer other than it's just policy.
2: Yeah, that's Show me your policy. Show me yeah. your policy on your website. Yes, motherfucker. Show us your schnitz and show yeah. us your policy. Maybe Louise should have got a schnitz out. Maybe you would have got a table. Mm.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway,
3: but we, <laughs> the upshot of it
2: is we took the schnitz home. We ate it. I enjoyed it. Louise Seeds, because you ruined the fun. We are not eating here. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She was like that as well.
3: It's like, no, no. Oh, okay. We're not, cool, we're not okay, eating cool. in the food court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we got home. I was like, hey, there's new episodes of um, Only Murders in the Building.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, so I was wondering why we were discussing schnitz. Yeah. yeah, continue. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, we can watch the first two episodes. Lou's daughter was like, we're watching Love Island. <laughs> Oh no.
3: <laughs> and normally I'm down for some trash TV. And I'm like, I kind of want to watch Only Murders in the Building. <laughs> but uh, we ended up watching one episode because we were both a bit tired by the end of this um, long ass Elvis Presley movie, The Schnitz Ordeal,
2: A Bit of Love Island. <laughs> it's like, we'll watch one episode. The upshot wasn't too bad. It was all right. <laughs> I um I will watch it probably not tonight because it's getting to the end of the month and I've got to edit my ass off, so <laughs> <laughs> I won't really have time to uh to watch it tonight. But I will be um I'll be watching it this weekend. I would assume. But yeah, very very good show. Only matters in the building. But hey, South Park. What else is a good Mom, show? South Park. Yeah, <laughs> South Park. Yes, particularly the finale of season one. Cartman's mom's a dirty slut. It's um it was just. They did such a good job of making that cliché TV cliffhanger. They were taking the piss mm. out of it, but still made it so enjoyable. And I, I also appreciated how they made Cartman the most despicable character on the show sincere. Indeed, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he felt he, like you felt genuinely sorry for him because he. They humanised him here when he was like, you know how my fans have dads? I don't have a dad. Yeah, I don't have a dad. <laughs> <laughs> and the show normally has
3: a pretty black heart. But, I mean, it was nice that, you know, even his friends were kind of looking out for him as well. I mean, yeah. even
2: though, you know, I I Stan well, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, well, or were they at first until they realised they could profit from it? <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. And even then, they were kind of in two minds. about Like, I eh, don't know, dude. But that's... Yeah the lure of uh, an amount of money from America's stupidest home videos would uh, would make you do stuff you made me normally wouldn't do. But when they first saw him, you know, out having his tea party and voicing all his friends and clearly giving his ego the boost that it needed. Yeah. They were like, oh, well, we should look out for this guy. <laughs> Even though Kyle and Kenny and Stan and especially Kyle have just been on the receiving end of so much shit from this guy. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, right. It, it, It was pretty impressive how
2: the show was actually kind of nice and kind of sensitive
3: and thoughtful, and then it wasn't.
2: And I just love how they just doubled down on his mum just being a slut. (laughs) Oh! About to to go down with one guy, See the next one. Ooh, I like him instead. Ooh, I like him instead. (laughs) Oh, you're here. Let's just go for it.
3: (laughs) I I love Chief running water, you know, sort of using all these Native American quote-unquote, euphemisms. <laughs> Bear with white. can Your mom's a slut, kid. <laughs> Not to sound too old or too white or middle class or whatever, but it's
2: nice when a show just dispenses with the niceties and just calls a spade a spade. Just goes straight down to it. That's, that's what I love. about <laughs> the, the title of the episode, they weren't shying away from it. Like, no, this is what this episode's about. She's a dirty slut. And yeah. it's like... <laughs> It's a terrible thing to say, and I feel dirty almost saying it. The the, right. the the word is just not a nice word to say, to read, anything at all. It's it's very funny. I mean, well, I mean, the word slut has been around for goodness knows how long. It's not as bad in America as
3: what it is here, slut. But the word slut-shaming, or the term slut-shaming, yeah. has only been around for like maybe a decade and a half. Okay. Interesting.
2: What about fat-shaming? Has that been around for longer? It certainly has in my place. <laughs> <laughs> certainly has when I look in the mirror. I really l- loved the fact that the cat in
3: this was voiced by Jay Leno. See, I should have done my proper research because I, I saw the end credits. I'm like, Jay Leno?
2: I should look up who he did. And then I did. Yeah. So, yeah. No, Kenny. Cat. He, no, no, Kenny. He, he did <coughs> the cat sound. So, yeah, George <coughs> Clooney playing um, the dog. Okay. And yeah, Jay Leno playing the cat. It's amazing. It's amazing that they, were, they knew by this point, they're only 13 episodes in, I don't know they're the number one show. Certainly in our hearts, probably top three
3: most talked about shows at the time. That's the thing. I mean, you get shows that are very, very popular, and you get shows that are very, very talked about. You know, I mean, because like shows like ER would have been dominating the airwaves,
2: probably. Yeah, or you know, even or NCIS or Jag or something like that. You know, but the they weren't. St- at the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The practice, but they weren't like. Oh, McBeal was pretty big at the time as well, but they exactly. weren't like dominating. The pop culture? No, they weren't landscape. on the front cover of Rolling Stone. or No, yeah, no, like exactly. That. And um, but yeah, this they really went out with a bang for season one, didn't they? <laughs> they certainly did. Yeah, I mean, they. <laughs> you're right. They in more ways than one.
3: Man, ah, nicely played, Dando. But they, you're right. They took the cliffhanger, who shot so and so, who's yeah. who's getting married to so and so, whatever. Just the the tried and true TV formula, and made it their own. So yes, good on them. <laughs>
2: What were your favourite moments from the episode? I really liked the take on My Heart Will Go On. Wasn't it great? Yeah, that, just that rip-off of my, your throbbing heart or something. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> it's just yeah, it's so great. And it, it just, every time she saw someone new, just... Yeah, it ah, just kicks in again. <laughs> who was Which was actually sung by Trey Parker's partner at the time. Oh. Yeah, her name was Toddy Walters. There you go.
0: Yeah. But, um,
3: yeah, it, it's funny in the late 90s, I mean... It, Two decades and well, almost 25 years on. Hang on, maybe it is 25 years on. Yeah, for South by 20, 23. No, no, no. I'm
2: talking, I am talking. was about to say Titanic. Oh, no, that's we, 24. We, it was ninety. It was 98. Oh, no, it was 97. It was, 97 years, it was the yeah. end yeah, of 97.
3: Yeah. So we're 25 years, uh, 25 years on. But, man, we're getting old, aren't we? Oh, boy. Uh, oh, man. But, how big Titanic was in all senses of the word. I mean, it really took over the world for a while there, and it, everyone was it like, changed oh, everything. Yeah, it was oh, just, it, Leo, and but my heart will go on. Was how many, how many first dances at weddings would there have been to my heart? Go, will go on.
2: Yeah, I was going to say at, at the wedding, like even walking down the aisle sometimes. Yeah, so many. So yeah, many. same. Same with um. From this moment. Oh yeah. Oh wow. <laughs>
3: Dan was actually doing—he was doing the clenched fist and sort of holding. It, it
2: looked very cute. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed that very much as well. What else did you like? I really loved not so much the Bob um, Bob Saget aspect of the, of the video show, but I really loved every time we made a bad joke, the crowd <laughs> bursting themselves laughing at yeah. the really stupid shit. Like there's one there's one part near the end. I can't remember what the video was. I think it was a dog. Wearing putting the hat on his oh, head was, on, his, yeah. on his head or something. And it cuts to this woman just bursty tears of laughter. It was so great. That was really good. But something I
3: really enjoyed about that was uh it felt like very polite laughter. Like I mean it Not not natural, yeah. Yeah, they didn't have the crowd going <laughs> except for that one woman or the odd woman who was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But most everyone was kind of like <laughs> waiting for the um, yeah. the laughter track, like yeah, the laughter sign. Mu- yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But um, yeah, when they first said, oh, I think, uh, you know, Grandpa actually called it the Bob Saget Show. I'm like, oh, Bob. Yeah, and I know, um, right. yeah, he did have, you know, Full House and Funniest Home videos on his resume. And look, I'm guessing to bet, I'm willing to bet that it bought Bob and his family some very nice houses and paid for some very nice holidays. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when he died, no one was talking about that so much. I mean, people were talking about Full House and how he was like America's dad and all that. But no, mostly no, he had his... the, the filth flying filth. Yeah, he had his comedy contemporaries coming out of the woodwork saying,
2: Bob was the dirtiest motherfucker and God yeah. bless him for it. <laughs> <laughs> so It's almost like he took the Full House gig as a joke and almost, like almost yeah oh this is making me a lot of money I might keep doing this <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money and selling out <laughs> so, um, yeah so I, I thought that was pretty funny as well but I, I it t- also took me back to it used to be Tuesday nights at 7.30 the Australia's Funniest Home Video Show
3: Australia yeah. Australia this that's
2: is it. you this mm-hmm. is you that's right yeah because was it was Joe Beth hosting for a while? it was Joe Beth for a it? while then it became somebody else oh, was it, was it Andrew st- Andrew Dado took over for a while did he maybe was it little Stevie Jacobs Maybe, maybe. No, Andrew Daddo Andrew used to host what other show? It was like, what show did he host? Andrew Daddo. Oh, commercial shows. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah the world's craziest commercials, whatever it was. Um, but Tuesday, 7.30, and it was lame. It was dad jokes or mum jokes, whatever you want to say, because it was a female host in Australia. It was a lot Australia. of boing, and- But it was something you, you gathered around with the family. And it was wholesome. It was comforting. It was just, you, you knew for the next hour, you'd be able to laugh with your mum and dad. Yes, yeah, so you, you knew that uh, Grandma wasn't going to be scandalised by
3: any sort of um, double entendres. Oh, yeah. actually, no, the double entendres were
2: probably just clean enough that Grandma. <laughs> you know, how fun would how fun would the gig have been to have been the guy that added the sound effects into the videos? Boing, like the, boing.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what did you really
3: enjoy? Uh, as as with you, I did like the uh, "My Heart Will Go On" rip off. Yep. Um, so what about Chef's really, Song? Chef's Song was good. But I'll tell you something I really enjoyed was yeah. a bit of background detail. Uh it was at Chef's place. I mean, when they go to Chef's house, he's got that picture on the back of his, over the top of his TV or on his wall behind his TV of like the two women like, who are they, who completely naked. <laughs> yeah. It's like some really 70s velvet Let's art get picture. It on. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> and... I like little details like that. I mean, even at the Cartman house when they're having dinner, there's a really gross
2: Jesus on a cross behind oh, Mrs. Yeah. Cartman. I mean, it's, it's not like your traditional. Perfect, pl- it's perfect placement, though, when she's talking about being a slut, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a Jesus on the cross behind her. But it's a very graphic Jesus, kind of like. Bleh. Yeah, yeah. So I
3: thought that, I thought that stuff was pretty funny. Uh, I like Chief Running Water. I thought he was hilarious, and especially when he's
2: um getting propositioned at the uh, at the barn dance. Well, hello. I watch. Chef. Uh, sometimes a man doesn't really love the woman, but he does. He acts like he does, so he gets some action. <laughs> <laughs> a
3: terrible episode morally, but comedically very good.
0: Okay, now let's try to get an answer from someone who's not a complete retard.
2: Trivia 4, Cartman's mum is a dirty slut, but before then... We mm-hmm. have to read out some shout-outs of who, Mr. Davis? Oh, our $20 patrons? $20 patrons, yes. 20- so you're a $20 patron supporter of the show, of the network, I should say, you get your name read out right on every single podcast here on the network. So we're going to kick mm-hmm. off with Christopher Trent Darby, you Andrew Zerr, Jordan molman Richie Steam Damn Champion Dylan Haggett, Sally Kimberly, Hank Scorpio, Kevin Dental-Plan-Flood, Jonathan Rossi, Zach Pruitt, Timothy Belson, Joel Yoland, Katie Gee, Shannon Hofer, Daniel Kotnick, Reese Roberts, Jenna Rice, Adam Sanderson, Sandman, George (laughs) McMenemy, Stephen Roberts, Sean DV Bella Winderbank, David Stewart, Tom Pickering, Mark Boston, Burgess, Declan Phoenix, and Groundskeeper Noah. Thank you guys for your ongoing support. Remember, if you do enjoy the show and you want to show some support, the best way to do it is just by joining the Four Finger Discount family on Patreon, patreon.com slash Four Finger Discount. Indeed. You are all my heroes, baby. That's Mm -hmm.
3: all
0: I... All
2: oh, right, on with the show. There we go, <laughs> and, and continue. So, for my first trivia question is: Where does Chief Running Water live? Uh, it's the Ute Reservation. Correct. Well done. Yeah. In the subtitles, it just said Ute. Yeah, which <laughs> <laughs> like reads differently in Australia. It sure does. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: what is the tea being served by Cartman at his tea party?
2: Oh. Good question. I didn't pay attention to that. I, got all, I read all the names of the characters down, but not the tea. What was it? <laughs> well, it's Fifty Shades of what? So, it's grey tea? Earl Grey tea. Oh, okay. I, I don't drink tea or coffee. I know oh, nothing okay. about tea or coffee. I hate the smell of coffee. I'm just <coughs> not, a coffee, not a coffee or tea person. And Nicholas says, you should try it now. You might like it. And I'm like, no. Just one more thing I don't want to be addicted to. Like, I just, I'm just not into it. <laughs> a good point. My, my next question is, which channel is going to be broadcasting the Terrence and Phillips special? Not NBC. No, but it's BC, though. Okay, well, ABC? No. CBC? HBC. HBC? Yes. Uh, t- like HBO. Yeah, it probably shouldn't have been an actual station. Yes, exactly. <laughs> What's your next question?
3: Which number, Drunken Barn Dance, did the hookups take place?
2: Oh, which number? Mm. Oh, that's a good it was question. the whatth annual Drunken so Barn Dance. Th- so a th- so that's that narrows it down to something. Mm. So it's, I'm going to say... It's a number. 13th? You're so very close, but it was the 12th. 12th. Damn. (laughs) All right. All right. My last question, I haven't written one down here, so I'm just going to wing it. All right. Give me the name of the female doll at the party. That's Polly Prissy Pants. Prissy Pants. <laughs> I love the voice. And Prissy P- Pants. P- P- <laughs> <pretty> pants. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Panda.
3: Peter Panda. And was it? And was Rubber was Stumpskin.
2: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I have um, one more question for you. Go for it. What is the number of chefs' house?
2: Oh. Mm, can you give me, is
3: it lower than 30? Uh, no, it is way above thirty. <laughs> there
2: are five uh, actual digits in five the digits. Note. Oh shit! Okay, so it's uh, eleven hundred and wait, five would be yeah, 11... No, that'd be ten thousand or something. Five digits. Yeah. You say four. Okay, That's... ten ten eight four three. Wow, uh, you're very close, but <laughs> <Really>? still,
3: <laughs> but still wrong. It's one zero four six five. That's nowhere near it. 10... ten th- Thousand four hundred and
2: sixty-five. I said 8,4,3 I was like 400 off I oh, said I got 10
3: <laughs> I said 5 figures it could have been anything from 10,000 10, to 9,000 99,999 yeah, you
2: were pretty, yeah, it's not you too were bad, pretty, pretty close <laughs> you did alright oh man my worst my worst critic I am alright well that is trivia for Cartman's mum is a dirty slut we'll be right back guys after this short break with our in-depth review of the episode If you're a fan of everything we do here at Four Finger Discount, you can show your support by joining the family at patreon.com slash fourfingerdiscount. Here you'll get ad-free early access to all of our shows, Zoom calls with Guy and myself, as well as bonus podcasts such as Tales of Futurama and Guy on Springfield, where we go back and revisit classic episodes from the first 10 seasons. So go ahead and join the family today at patreon.com slash fourfingerdiscount. The original air date of Cartman's Mom is a Dirty Slut was February 25th, 1998. It was written by Trey Parker and David R. Goodman and directed by Trey Parker. The episode kicks off with the kids at the bus stop. And they're wondering, where's Cartman? He hasn't showed up today. What's going on? It's the third day in a row. He hasn't arrived. And they're about to get on the bus and they think, maybe should we just like skip school and go see? his yeah. house to see whether he's okay. Uh, no, the bus pulls up and they do something here that they haven't done all season. He, he, Stan didn't try and shy away from the fact that he was calling her a fat, ugly bitch this time, did he? Indeed.
3: And, um, yes, Miss, Mrs. Crab, Miss Crabtree. Miss Crabtree, yeah. Yes. He's perfectly fine with that, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was wondering if that would work. See, I mean,
2: you're not the worst self-critic today. It's clearly Mrs. Crabtree. Mm. They go to Cartman's, and his mum answers the door. And she says, oh, little Eric, he's just feeling a little bit under the weather lately. He's not feeling all that great. And they go out the back to, to see him.
1: Would you like some more tea, Polly Pants? Yes, Egg. I would love some tea. Thank you. You're very welcome, Polly Pussy Pants. Would you like some tea, Cloud Frog? Yes, please, Egg. Why are you so cool? Oh, I don't know, Cloud Frog. I just am. You are so strong and smart, Egg. Everybody likes you. Well, thank you, Polly Pussy Pants. How nice of you. Dude, this is pretty fed up right here. (laughs) Come on, let's go make fun of him. No, dude, this looks really serious. I think we better get help. Really? Wow, Eric, you are the coolest guy in the world. This is tremendous, too. Why, thank you, Peter Panda. It's a distinctive Earl Grey. Eric is the best. Lay for
2: Eric. Eric picks ass. And they're very worried for him, like this is not normal. This is not the normal Cartman that we know and love. Mm. So they go to well, see Mr. Mackey. They, no one tolerate. No. <laughs> they go to see Mr. Mackey and they say, Mr. Mackey, Cartman's, there's something wrong with Eric he, with Cartman. He's 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 um he's not being himself. And they say <laughs> All says, that
3: dead stuff on the wall.
2: Yes, yep. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't it's quite a- get it, he goes. He's obviously suffering some emotional distress. So he says, go videotape him. Is this legal? <laughs> oh, hell yes. That <laughs> <laughs> is just love that one of the posts of the says, if you don't have a dad, you're a bastard. Is that what it says? Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, <laughs> which that's awesome. Is, which is actually true in the uh, in the literal sense of the word, but still. <laughs> the kids then go, they find it very funny that what Cartman's saying. And I did feel bad from here. But I suppose at this point, though, we didn't quite know why he was acting this way. So yeah. I guess you could, it was okay to sort of laugh at this point. And then um, Clyde, though. Clyde the Frog. Very rude toy, isn't he? Called him a fat piece of crap. He is indeed. A, a Cartman's self-loathing is coming out. I mean, he's yeah. trying
3: very much to, you know, boost himself up by, by way of these uh, toy proxies.
2: But no, Cartman's clearly got some deep-seated uh, self-loathing brought to the fore by Clyde Frog. He's now having dinner with his mum and little kitty's trying to steal his food. That's Jay Leno voicing the kitty, which I thought was just hilarious. Like, Jay Leno... <laughs> He was one of the biggest stars on TV at that point. really was, host of The Nature. Yeah. Like, yeah. have, you, have, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? What, would you say it was, no, 98 was towards the end of the late night wars, you reckon? Well, when was it at its peak, the late night wars between Letterman and Leno? Oh, I think they started in the early 90s. I mean, when did Carson retire? Oh, he, he retired like 92, didn't he? Carson. I think so, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there was that. So I guess it would have been still heated between the two.
3: I imagine didn't, so. Didn't, yeah.
2: didn't Leno fuck over Letterman? I watched a TV movie about it once, which wasn't too bad.
3: I've I've never seen that movie. Apparently, yeah, it's based on a book called The Late Shift, which is apparently that's what really it's called. Good. Yes, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, my my knowledge of this is a little rusty, but okay. so, yeah, all I remember is that yeah, they both wanted the very coveted gig, both Leno and Letterman, wanted the coveted gig of taking over from Johnny Carson on the Tonight Show. And I think there was a lot of string pulling behind the scenes by various agents and all these kinds of people yes, and executives
2: uh, and stuff. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, Leno Leno ended up getting the gig, and but
2: he did know, the dirty on Conan as well, didn't he? I believe so. Yeah, but you know, yeah. Yeah, Conan, Conan got brought in to take over and they kicked him out and brought Leno back for for a little while and it's like, ugh.
3: and maybe that's when all the, it, it got even more fractured because I mean, Letterman took over and you know, Letterman landed on his feet. That his show became late night with David Letterman became I preferred Letterman. Absolutely. I think a lot of people did, but a lot of people also liked the Tonight show with Leno. It proved that there was it, it was really the start of don't about the start, but it certainly was a good illustration of just niches and splitting off and all this kind of because Conan started doing his own thing as well and became a law unto
2: himself and you know now you've just got Jimmy's up the wazoo yeah exactly that's true I um, I just always saw Leno as like the the media puppet who's just who's just there to you know do what everyone wants him to do and Letterman's like you will sit there and you will answer my questions yeah (laughs) Yeah. Leno was very much Leno never put down the guests no
3: I got a great guest here tonight and yeah I let the guests do their thing Whereas Letterman,
2: if he got Paris Hilton on his, yeah, Letterman's the star. (laughs) Letterman's (laughs) the
3: star of the show. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah. look, props to Jay for you know being part of this. Yeah, voicing the cat. Yeah, he does come back in season two as well, voicing himself. So we'll get to that eventually (laughs) here on the podcast. But um, you know, later on when they introduce um, introduce Jimmy, and he's like, I think that's
3: a bit of a a, like a a dig at Leno. Maybe uh, it's either affectionate or kind of fuck this guy, but it's like. Wow, what a great audience I mean, that, that
2: feels very sort of Taking the piss out of Leno to me the, the voice acting all that, of that, Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? The voice acting is just amazing for him, isn't it? It's so good <laughs> <laughs> What a good. audience <laughs> But
3: that's such a great cat Wow, what a great audience <laughs> Love it
2: Anyway <laughs> Let's continue I can't wait till we get there
1: man. Can I ask you a question? Sure, hon. You know how my friend Stan has, like, a dad? Uh-huh. And my friend Kyle has a dad, and my friend Kenny has a dad? Yes? Well, what's your question, hon? God damn it! Do I have a dad? Oh. I want to know where I came from. Oh. Hmm. Well, you see, Eric, sometimes when a man and a woman are attracted to each other, they want to be close to each other. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes the man puts his hoo-hoo dilly in the woman's cha-cha. So who put his hoo-hoo dilly in your cha-cha?
2: Sometimes the man puts his hoo-hoo dilly in the woman's (laughs) (laughs) cha-cha. I guess it's, it's, it's it's very raunchy, but it's also just... PC, yeah. May I ask a very personal question? And if you don't I want used to, to call answer, my Willie a Tommy, is that what the question
3: is. <laughs> this was not a. Pa- <laughs> no. When it comes time, and it may already be time in the Dando household, yeah, to talk about downstairs business with the children, with uh, with Elliot and I. I mean, will you be using like euphemisms to describe the parts pieces?
2: Or <laughs> I, guess it, I guess it depends how old they are. I don't, yeah. it's, it's weird because kids now. there y- you can't protect them from it. It's it's impossible no. to protect them from. Because because of the internet, they can just Google anything now, and it is always going to be. I've sort of come to the <laughs> I decision. I wish I could
3: have Googled anything when I was grooming up.
2: Yeah, but I I've come to the decision where that every school is going to have that, at least that one kid in every class that just parents don't give a shit, and he he knows everything, and he's Googled mm. everything, and he's seen everything, and he's going to whop the minds of your own kids. Yeah, it's impossible to prevent that happening now. You just got to be on this. For me, I feel like I just I just hope that I'm able to get in front of that and explain things to my kids before they just go straight into like 10 on 1 gangbang porn. <laughs> <laughs> a good, a good. <laughs> Very specific like, number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's your
3: favourite. <laughs> it's a good round number.
2: <laughs> um, so it's, oh man, I've written it here in my notes, the 12th Annual Drunken Barn Dance. I should have looked at my notes and cheated with the trivia before. But anyway, yeah. I didn't cheat. Everyone wants a piece of Mrs. Cartman. She
3: seems like she's a lot of fun. She really does. She's, you know, I know. She, I
2: know she's. You know she's been around the bush, as you would say. But she seems like she'd be down to as cool to hang out with. Yeah, I mean she's having a
3: good time at the. You know, it's a drunken barn dance. Get drunk and dance at the in the barn.
2: She sees Chief Running Water. And <laughs> What's the is the, is the, the throbbing heart? Yes, yeah, the throbbing yes. heart will go on. doesn't remember the rest of the night though how it went down she just remembers she's about to get his hoo-hoo dilly in her cha-cha mm-hmm. but then she forgets what happened she blacked out so Cartman's like wow i never knew i was a, a naive american because <laughs> she says the next day i woke up and i was pregnant with you so, so she tells him where the chief now stays he goes to see him the kids are now watching the commercial for not without my anus <laughs> with uh with grandpa I, I love the little seed plant here because you know what comes next right oh but, what you mean the start of season two. Yeah, yeah. Correct. We, 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 we will discuss that in detail in the next review here on uh, Going Down a South Park, but I remember being very confused and very angry. <laughs> I imagine so.
3: You were probably like Cartman at the end of this episode. So pissed
0: off right yeah. now.
3: But, um, a little shout out, by the way, or a little nerd trivia. Uh, not without my anus. I think it's a bit of a tribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a Sally Field movie from the early '90s called "Not Without My Daughter," um, in which she plays a woman who marries an Iranian gentleman, I believe, and goes to Iran. Uh, but not without her daughter. And re- <laughs> 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 realizes, "Hey, wait a minute, things aren't so good for enlightened white ladies like me <laughs> yeah. in Iran." She's, you know, uh I think, I'm going to split, and he's, and he's like, "Yeah, you can, you can go, but I'm keeping your daughter." And she's like not without my daughter
2: and there you go does she actually say that line in the movie I would hope so but it's certainly the title (laughs) because I feel like you have to say that line in the movie and everyone in the cinema goes "Eh, yeah (laughs) what's the the first time you remember someone saying a catchphrase in a movie and you going yeah I probably it was probably
3: uh, in uh, the Empire Strikes Back when Yoda says begun these Star Wars have no that never
2: happened (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Honestly I'm, I'm I, you would have, you would have said that I reckon you would have said that for Gipi Kaye motherfucker
3: Maybe
2: oh you mean like just like any line in a film any line in a film Oh yeah. gosh
3: that's a really good question Um I was always a big fan of Han Solo So I'm back to Star Wars Yeah, yeah. Uh, at yeah during that uh, dogfight when they've escaped the Death Star oh, they'd let us sleep But um don't worry she'll hold together Hear me, baby, hold together. I always, thought, <laughs> I always thought that was the coolest. Everything Han Solo said was so fucking cool. Yeah. It's like, you know, when he... Sh- Great shot, get, kid. Don't get cocky. Yeah, or it's like, uh, we're fine. Everything fine. How are you? And then he shits yeah. the thing. It's Which is like, improv. Yeah, and he just this boring conversation anyway. It was like, oh, my God, this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that wasn't in the script. I finally... I'd heard it for ages, but I finally saw a video the other night of... Up the clunk. No, no. Of um, Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill are on the on the couch, and we're being interviewed by someone. Okay, next to Lucas, and Harrison Ford actually says the thing about, "I said to George, you can write this, but you can't say it." (laughs) And (laughs) that's right. Uh, Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, and George Lucas is like, "Yeah, you're right." But, yeah, I mean, I think that was probably the first time Sit I Sit like, down, kid. Let the pros do this. <laughs> anything Harrison Ford was saying in, uh, in the first Star Wars in A New Hope, I was like, this guy's sick here.
2: Anything Harrison Ford did between 75 and, like, 90 was just the coolest.
3: I mentioned before about shirts and shit in my wardrobe. I have got, like, maybe three waistcoats, and it's not because I want to dress like Simon Baker in The Mentalist. I'm pretty sure it's because... Somewhere in the back of my head, it's like, if I make this look just right with a white shirt and this dog vest, I'm going to look a bit like Han Solo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You never say it out loud. That's exactly how you say it in your mind. It probably just hit
3: (laughs) me just then, in all honesty, that I've been buying these waistcoats and thinking, it's not like I'm going to be wearing a three-piece suit or anything like that. It's just like... You know, when I'm in proper shape, I'm going to look a little a bit like Han Solo. I sound like fucking John C. Riley and Boogie Nights, who says, you know, some people say I look a
2: lot like Han Solo. I, I feel like I'm just envisioning you in your little waistcoat a bit too tight at the moment going, pow, pow, in the mirror. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs>
3: Still got it. <laughs> All right. Um Sorry. Detour to- number 12 so far. <laughs> <laughs> we're up to not without my
2: anus. Not <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, yes, we got really sidetracked. Yes, we're really sidetracked. Grandpa is not a fan of that, so he uh, puts on the Bob Saget show, America's Stupidest Home Videos. Bob Saget saying a bunch of different dad jokes, and the crowd is bursting out laughing. And we get the line here, which I was like, "Ah, eh, it feels a bit so. It feels too blatant for South Park." We goes, "He's almost as bad as that That's, guy." In full full house. house. I was yeah. like, "That just feels like a a really bad sitcom gag." That it one. does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even the even the best sitcoms
3: aren't immune to. The Odd Bad Sitcom Joke.
2: And now, back to America's stupidest
0: home videos. Here's your host, Bob Saget. Hey, I just flew into the studio. Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> why, why didn't the skeleton cross the road? Because he didn't have the guts. <laughs> knock, knock. Bob. Bob Saget. <laughs> this guy sucks. Yeah, he's almost as
2: Cartman is now dressed as a Native American. <laughs> he needs Stan's bike so he can go see uh, Chief Running Water. Because he's now he's now no longer Eric Cartman, he's Eric Running Bring Water. water. <laughs> and the, then over here, the, the, you get the grand prize of $10,000 if you film or if you have a video of something funny. And they get the idea, well, maybe mm. we can make some money here. We've got something funny here. Yeah, Cartman then arrives to see Chief uh, Running Water. And we get the, the explanation, as you were discussing earlier, where... Your mum is bare with wide canyon. canyon. <laughs> something I've forgotten. Something it was something else that he said. And it's like, mum's a slut kid. Mum's a slut kid. Yeah, yeah. And he tells the story about what actually happened between Cartman's mum, oh, Leanne. We find out her name is. I don't think we've yes. heard her called Leanne, or maybe we have heard her called Leanne beforehand. But um, Leanne and himself. They're about to sleep together, but then she sees Chef. Mm. Ooh, you're a nice, handsome black
0: man. <laughs> and did you
2: notice when she says black, she looks down? Oh gosh, I didn't see nice, that. handsome black man. <laughs> that's like, oh, that's, that's so hilarious. And then Cartman's like, "Oh my god, I'm a black African American." <laughs> the kids are then at the bus stop, and they've sent the tape in. They're hoping to um to make make some money out of this.
3: It's funny. I mean, they, they they're framing it as a as a um sort of a gag line. I'm a black African American. <laughs> It's funny that, um, you know, Elon Musk has been in the news a lot lately and he's South African. A lot of people say, you realise that Elon Musk is an African-American? <laughs> like, I'm not sure that means what you think it means.
2: But- no. <laughs> the kids are now at the bus stop and they've uh, they've sent the tape in. They're, ch- they're hoping to make some money to get themselves a new go-kart. Cartman rocks up dressed as a gangster, calls everyone G. I love the way he says the um the west wes Westside. Westside. <laughs> So good. <laughs> so good. He's just every, every every offensive
3: stereotype wrapped into one. He's got, you Yeah, know, yeah. But it's a very early 90s gangster, isn't it? Oh, very much. Well, he's got a bit of everything. He's got the the Run DMC tracksuit on. He's got the
2: Flavor Flav clock around his neck. And he's the got the hat. The, that, the hair, he's got sorry. Kid, kid and play hair. <laughs> yeah, kid and play. That's the one I was, I was trying to think of who it was. Yeah, kid and play hair. Yeah. How do you get a haircut like that? You've got to commit. <laughs> it just seems like it'd be a lot of effort every day to get it to look like that. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Well, Kitten Play did
3: a, a really terrific movie in 1990 called House Party. It That's is it. Okay. it is so much fun. Um, I just I, I was watching that shit on a loop when I was in my in my early 20s. I mean, it's got, it's got a kicking soundtrack. Early appearance by Martin Lawrence, and I was like. Oh, this guy's so funny! It's hilarious because he's like the um, he's the DJ at the uh, at at the house party. He's just but this perpetually horny dude, just trying to pick up all these girls. Martin want, Lawrence is wow. Yeah, he wants nothing to do with it, him. It's very, very, very funny. Uh, but yeah, kid and play are the leads in as these as these teenage kids and plays parents go out of town, so he throws a house party. What's it and called? And house party. It's just called house party. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just it's really really good fun. But uh, yeah, everyone's sort of making fun of um. Kid kid's the one with the big with the big hair. Yeah, yeah. But they he, he's just spraying like a whole can of hairspray into it just to give it some body. Um, if you can find House Party anywhere, I do recommend you check it out just for some
2: early nineties hip hop shenanigans. Mm. So he goes to chill with his dad and he moonwalks off. <laughs> <laughs> And then the go kart drags Kenny away, and he thinks he's okay. But he landed on some train tracks, and he gets run over. And you think that's it? That's yeah. not the end of Kenny.
3: Oh, but I'm
2: sorry to rewind, but just yeah, yeah. when she's getting on with uh, with Chef, I just love. She's like, I'm plastered. Oh yeah, yeah. She but she's just having so much fun. Yeah. Cartman arrives at Chef's house just as he's walking west. Said, oh, dear. <laughs> he explains. I uh, can't uh, show. Uh, Chef explains how a woman actually gets pregnant. And of course, he can't just explain something. He has to sing it. When a man loves a woman... And a woman loves a man Actually, sometimes
1: a man doesn't love a woman But he acts like he does in order to get some action (laughs) The magic starts to happen And the two take off their clothes That's right And they caress and touch each other Until the part of the man grows and now things are really start to getting hot. And the man say, I love you. And the woman says, hold on a second. I got to go to the
3: bathroom. So you wait and you wait and you wait and you
0: wait. And you wait and you wait and you wait. You wait and you're cooling down. And she's still going to the bathroom.
1: Finally, she comes back and she says, Baby, I'm getting hot. and that's when you gotta jump her foot and pop her full up. Of- what? Who the hell did that to my mom at the drunken barn dance?
2: It goes on and on and on, but I really enjoyed this song. I thought it was great. It's not bad. I
3: always get a real kick out of imagining Isaac Hayes. You know, just one of the coolest people on planet Earth in, um, in a recording booth, and you know he's a little, he's a bit past his glory days of you know Theme from Shaft and all that, but he's still Isaac Hayes,
2: and he's just been like given these lyrics. I, I just want to, I just visualise him going, Lay you down by the, the fire, <laughs> but I imagine sort of looking at
3: going, You want me to sing this? <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> or, or thinking it's the most hilarious thing ever, and just you know really getting into it. You can write this, but you can't
2: sing it. <laughs> <laughs> I can write this. You can yeah. write this. <laughs> so the um he then retells a story. And when the Denver Broncos all arrive, I was like, oh, I don't like where this is going. Because I couldn't remember what happens. I'm like, if we see something, mm. this is going to be very oh, yeah. traumatic for, for Cartman here. If this goes down where, I'm go- where I think it's going. But no, I'll, unfortunately, Mr. Garrison is already fiddling under the hay. <laughs> <laughs> so weird seeing him with hair. Yeah, it's just so weird seeing a... I guess he's by then, is he, Mr. Garrison? I think he must be, yeah. He must be by. yeah. Um, she suggests a three-way, and he's like, not with another man. So Cartman then thinks that Mr. Garrison's his dad, and he's very traumatised by this. It would be traumatising if your ugly old teacher who no one likes, oh, you yeah. think it's your dad. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> the kids are then re-watching, or not re-watching, but they're watching the next episode of America's Stupidest Home videos, and they show the Cartman video, and it um, gets a big laugh. Stan's parents then walk in. They try to console the kids on Kenny's death. But it's like, hey, fuck, he's died 12 times already. We didn't well, give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but Bob Saget reveals that the little boy's tea party has made it to the finals. Because that's what happened. Remember at the end of each episode, a video mm-hmm. went through to the final at the end. Yeah, uh, Mr. Garrison is then at the bar ordering cosmopolitans. Cartman approaches him. And Jimbo here. Who here hasn't had sex with Mrs. Cartman? No <laughs> they've, all, they've all slept with her. Even Jesus looks sus. He does he, he, Exactly. I thought that was great. But I haven't that's because yeah got no legs happy <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah Cartman says well I'm never gonna know who my father is and Jibo tries to console him but you know he just does a terrible job so Cartman starts walking off really really sad and then the mad scientist himself mefesto chimes in I can, I can do it I can help you all it would take is three thousand dollars I don't have three thousand dollars okay mm-hmm. then <laughs> turns back to the bar and that's that we come back and Cartman is really sad now with the guys at the bus stop. He just wants to know who his dad is. And I was like, it's so weird seeing Cartman actually in a heartfelt moment. Actually vulnerable. A, a genuine moment. Yeah. But um, but he doesn't have the money for it. And uh, he suggests maybe I'll go work in a sweatshop. And then uh, and then they tell him that they, they'll they be able to give him the money um, if they if they win the $10,000. He said, let's go watch the show. So they're watching the show. And the first one we see is that the dog in the master's head. And that this hysterical woman laughing is just like so great. <laughs> Then Cartman sees his video, and he is
0: furious. And now our second finalist, Little Boy Has a Tea Party.
1: Well, thank you, Polly Pussy Pants. You are my best friend. Hey, thank you, Egg.
0: Boy, looks like this kid needs some therapy.
1: (laughs) We're sure to win, Cartman. Then you get your DNA money. Uh, I'm so pissed off right now. They laughed hardest in our video. We're going to win. We're going to win.
2: This is now the equivalent of someone filming you doing something silly and putting it on Facebook. Very much so, yes. Yeah. Because I, would, I wouldn't even say 15 years ago, a thing. 15 years ago, it was still YouTube. Because remember that Star Wars kid? Oh, yeah. With the lightsaber? They, they, his friends got the, the, the video and put it on YouTube and it became like a sensation worldwide. But it fucked him up. Like, he was fucked mentally. All, all, the, all the pressure and all the, the teasing he got.
3: I remember there was, there was something not dissimilar to that not too long ago. I don't know if they were Canadian or American, but, you know, it was like this really heavy set dude mm-hmm. and his pal who was kind of like, you know, it was almost a bit of a Laurel and Hardy situation. He had this really yeah. thin pal. <laughs> I'm quoting Margie. These guys seem very nice, but they're clearly nerds. <laughs> but they were sort of talking about, hey, you know, we're just a couple of guys who like to do this, this, and this. We're gamers, etc. If you guys want to get together... You know, we're just sort of looking for you know people in the area who want to for get pals. together and have fun. Yeah. Everyone thought there was going to be ratioed to hell and back, and instead it just became everyone, or not everyone, but so many people sort of like wanted to be oh, friends with them. Dudes, rock these yeah. these guys are just really nice. You know, there's nothing. There's not a mean or malicious or anything bone in their body. And eventually, they they put up a video like three weeks later of like, hey, you know, we put up this video about you know if anyone wanted to be friends and look came
0: and at, at some <laughs> oh, i
3: have seen that yes yeah and there's like 30 people there and everyone's just hanging out and it was such a nice day on social media everyone's <laughs> like yeah for these dudes I was gonna say, well,
2: social media can
3: be good it kind of was because everyone's like oh my god i feel so bad for these guys they're just going to get dragged and there were a couple of dickheads who were like, mm, these
2: guys but everyone was generally like pull on for these dudes hope they hope they get some buddies and they did I feel like in 2022, the guys like the guys here in South Park, the ones that are like "who who's he, gay," those guys were like "fuck off, mate." Like it, it's yeah. okay to be it's okay to be nerdy now. Yeah, like like when that Star Wars kid video was put out, it was still nerdy and it was not cool. Mm. If he was if, it was if he was on now, I don't think people would make fun of him. They'd be like, "This guy's fucking awesome." You'd still have some people <laughs> making fun
3: of him, but I think the yeah the the ratio of people who were like
2: good on this guy
3: right. he'd have his own panel at sdcc 2022 yeah. <laughs> or at least have his own channel where it's like come like and subscribe come back for more come back for more cool lightsaber content
2: <laughs> not a bad idea he'd have a deal with lightsaber the lightsaber of hasbro for sure yeah <laughs> but yeah so cartman's furious I mean, the third video. They think they're going to win because the crowd was laughing a lot. But then his child gets hit by a train. <laughs> Cartman then changes colour with rage because he knows he's not going to win. And Stan's grandpa is the the winner of the uh, of the ten thousand dollars. But luckily, they also get three thousand dollars as a runner up prize. So mm. they said, hey, "Look, we'll, we'll give it to you, Carmen. It's, it's the least we can do." So we're now at the lab, and we've got all the suspects here. Or oh, the suspects is that the right word? All the potential uh, fathers. Yeah. It's, it's it's a bit of a Mori
3: Povich audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's the you father? You are not the father. I yeah! told you. I fucking told you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing funnier than when some guy gets the negative test and he's on Mori and he's just doing backflips. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she, she's running off like crying. <laughs> I mean, I, I, feel I, hor- I feel horrific for the children mm. because they, they're going to one day see that their mother was on TV and- she slept with some dude who just is treating. Oh man, it would be terrible. Um, but I was watching some doco the other
3: night, and mm. they had, they showed some TV footage from the American TV footage from the seventies,
2: I think. Mm. And it was young Maury Povich with his big um, sideburns and everything. Yeah, he
3: was a handsome cat.
2: <laughs> yeah, he really was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the the people at the potential father's are Officer Barb Brady, Chef Mister Garrison, Jimbo, Ned, Chief <laughs> Running Water, Gerald Broslowski... <laughs> And Mephesto, like myself, and my little friend Kevin, Kevin. here. Yes. <laughs> and the 1989 Deva Broncos, who they referred to as the 1991 Deva Broncos. Deva Broncos.
0: Yeah. I don't know whether that
2: was a mistake or whether it was just meant to be a deliberate fuck-up. Uh, I don't know. Uh, who knows? I was a little curious myself. Yeah. But he reads the envelope. The father is in this room. <laughs> then we cut to the voiceover to end the episode of South Park. <laughs> so, oh,
3: Trey Parker's has done such a lot of... S- great stuff over the course of his showbiz career but for mine his crowning achievement is just doing that voice yes he make anything funny yeah i mean i'm sorry <laughs> my version of it is probably the same as my john lovett's voice there's no difference yeah, <laughs> but, it's pretty close yeah but
2: i just love doing I, it I, I saw that thing by the way and now we're best friends <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny tom tom <laughs> For those of you that aren't aware what we're talking about, John Lovitz on the 25th anniversary of SNL and Tom Hanks was the host doing questions of the audience and John Lovitz was in the crowd. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but it's a great at the start as well because he's saying, this is actually meant to be a QA, and a but okay, let's go. <laughs> and then they do the running bit with Lovitz. <laughs> he heard it, he said it, now we're best friends. <laughs> but Hanks is just being Hanks all the way through and then yeah, at the yeah. end he sort of cracks it and goes, what do you want me to say, John? That I- <laughs> Tom? Top, <laughs> I love that bit. That's hilarious. Oh man! Um, if you can put a link to it, put please put it up because oh, it was
2: on like um, Daily Motion on like yeah. really shit quality. I'll try and find it and put it up there. I don't think God, it's on YouTube at all, which is no, a shame. it's not. I tried and tried and tried, but just then now we're best friends. <laughs> I'm so glad you found that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness By the way I, I spoke about this On the latest uh, episode Of so, uh, What was it Four a <laughs> F- Discount Four Finger F- the- Discount The main show Yeah of yeah network. But, I know it was the other ones That we do here on the network But the Rodney Dangerfield bit With Johnny Carson Yeah uh, <laughs> Look up Carson falling out of his chair Guy watched it today. He agrees, hilarious indeed. We, we
3: we it's on YouTube. I may have to it's on the on the actual Rodney Dangerfield official YouTube channel.
2: Yeah, so we may have to put that up on the uh, just on the- just Google Rodney Dangerfield. What's new with you? And then you'll you'll find it. But anyway, that's enough about that. This has been our uh, review of Cartman's mum is a dirty slut. A very very iconic episode of South Park. It always makes top ten lists. It was just such a it was, it's such a time capsule of 1998. It was. Everyone was talking about South Park at this point in time. It was one of the biggest shows on TV. Everyone wanted to know who Cartman's dad was. This cliffhanger was huge at the time, and yeah, I'm very excited to get into part two. Yeah, incredibly smart way to end the season as well. It's just oh, like I know, right? Just a power play on the on the part
3: of Parker and Stone to go. Okay, we we think we've got you hooked, and you're going to be hooked on season two, or
2: well, you're going to be hooked for season two. We'll get you right back then, right back in. They, they are literally just comedic geniuses. Those two, honestly, they just they got. They've got no fear. That's what's so great about them. They are not scared of anything. I think this was the year if 98. I think they showed up to either
3: the 98 or 99 Oscars. I think it was 2000. It was the one where- Where where they were high in dresses. Yeah, yeah. On acid. On acid, yeah. On acid, yeah. And and, um, either Parker or Stone was wearing the dress that Jennifer Lopez wore
2: the year before. (laughs) I'm just looking up here. It was the- when did it was the two thousand? Yeah, it was two thousand. Yep, because it, it was it was after the movie came out. Okay, because <laughs> they were given a um, they were, they were nominated for best song, I think. For which one? For uh, I blame like... Canada, I think. It was. Oh, okay, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, no,
3: yeah. <laughs> I think Robin Williams performed it that year. Did he? I think he might have actually.
2: Because yeah, okay, man, Robin Williams, mm. what a man. Anyway, this has <laughs> been yeah our review of Cartman's Mom is a dirty slut. We'll be reviewing part two of this episode. In a a few weeks' time. Yeah, we'll (laughs) we'll keep you hanging just like uh, Matt and Trey kept you hanging. Yes, exactly right. But this has been our... Final review of season one of South Park. We got here, Mr. Davis. We yes, did it. All the first episodes of South Park in the first season here. We hope you guys enjoy the show. We'd love to hear from each and every one of you. Southparkmailbag at gmail.com. And please, if you enjoy the show, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Wherever you do listen to this podcast, we'd love to hear your feedback. And we're going to be back and better than ever in season two. So make sure you continue listening to the show. Look out for the next episode, which is going to be Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus. (laughs) Spoiler, I reckon we may or may not hear some wind being passed in an episode. What do you think? What do you reckon the chances are of of hearing that? It's a very outside chance. No no anal humour on on South Park. Not at all, not at all. So yes, the next episode of Going Down to South Park will be Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus. This has been Cartman's song as a dirty slut. The end of season one. What an episode! What a show! This podcast has become, Mister Davis. What a show! It has indeed. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to make. I hope it's fun to listen to. What, what a great audience we have.
3: <laughs> what what an incredible audience! What a great show! <laughs>
2: All right, guys, thank you so much for your ongoing support. We do appreciate each and every one of you, and we'll catch you guys in season two, Mister Davis. Any final words for those amazing listeners out there? We're said.